0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, November the 6th, 2020. On today's show, I give my official prediction Can South Carolina? Finally, snap their losing streak to the Texan and Aggies. I will give my official prediction. We'll lock it in as the Gamecocks host the seventh-ranked Aggies Saturday night at williams Bryce Stadium. Got a ton to get into, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're simply too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Service, guys, is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the rest. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company. They're also employee-owned co-op, which means their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just as invested in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they offer black glove service, which means they offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating, and packaging for special items and cleaning services as well. They were also founded by Greenville natives and University of South Carolina alumni. So a Gamecock-owned small business, Gamecocks helping Gamecocks. They offer 20 years of project management and moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solution, guys, that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, you can check them out at upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. You can also find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group, guys, if you have any moving needs, whether you're in the upstate or throughout the state of South Ghana, please be sure to contact my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, we all know moving can be a pain. I know when I've moved in the past before, I wished I would have had someone like Upstate Movers Group in my corner to, to make it easy, make it a seamless transition. We know it can be a pain, and when you hire a moving company, you want to make sure you're in good hands because, again, they're literally handling your stuff. Upstate Movers Group are those people. Again, if you are in the Upstate or throughout the state of South Carolina, these are the guys you want to contact. And again, like I said, we're all about Gamecocks. And the show, you guys all listening are Gamecock fans, founded by University of South Carolina alumni. So again, Gamecocks helping Gamecocks. For any moving needs you may have, be sure to give them a ring, reach out to them. Again, they're on social media at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, go to their website and check them out, UpstateMoversGroup.com. That is Upstate dot. Be sure to check them out. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Yardware. Guys, Yardware is a veteran-owned and operating company licensed by the University of South Carolina selling must-have Carolina yard and wall signs. So these signs, they're made out of 12-gauge laser-cut steel, and they come in both Garnet and Black. Oh, by the way, they were also founded by University of South Carolina alumni as well. Guys, football season's in full swing. Christmas is right around the corner. It's going to be here before you know it. This is the perfect gift for any Gamecock fan. I've got mine right there in my studio. You can probably see it. You've probably seen it in past video clips before. This thing is absolutely awesome, though, but it can literally go anywhere. You can put it in your yard, your studio, your office, your man cave, your garage, living room, dining room, anywhere in your house. But this is a must have item or any Gamecock fan. You know, the thing that really stands out to me and what stood out to me when I got my sign is just the quality and the attention to detail. Like, like I said, made out of 12-gauge laser-cut steel. These things are heavy. They're durable. They're awesome. Like, they, they, it, the quality is, is just mind-blowing. And then the actual detail in the logo. Like, they did a really, really good job with the logo as far as getting all the little minor details. It's exactly the Carolina logo. Again, for the Gamecock fan in your life, first, get yourself one. But then if you got a brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, any relative, maybe it's just a friend. I don't know. Whoever it is, this is a must-have for any Game Cock fan. I know, by the way, guys, with the holidays coming up, it's not going to break the bank. It's a great stocking stuff for only $34.95 for one of these signs. You can order yours today at YardwareSigns.com. That is YardwareSigns.com. They're also on social media as well, at Yardware, at YardwareSigns, guys. I've posted about them a ton, obviously, because you need to get yours today. Again, check them out. That's YardwareSigns.com, YardwareSigns.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Let's get it. Tuning in, happy friday hope you all had a fantastic week and i welcome you to friday tgif i'll tell you what guys as we're jumping on the show here it is late thursday afternoon battle armor has been released been announced gamecock's going with white garnet white but the actual battle armor video if you have not watched the one this week obviously it is military appreciation night at williams rice tomorrow night honoring the military if you have not watched that I highly suggest you do so because I know right now as we're recording now, I am ready to run through a brick wall. Obviously, the media team of the Gamecocks always doing a fantastic job, but this one, they really outdid themselves. Really, really awesome stuff. And like I said, I was already fired up coming to the show because, hey, we're talking predictions today. But, man, I, I'm literally ready to run through a brick wall. I'm so fired up for game day tomorrow. And I'm so fired up you guys are taking the time here on a Friday. Like I said, whether you're in the office, you're on the commute, you're on the way home, you got the day off, whatever it may be, guys. Hope you're all having a fantastic Friday. TGIF, like I said, we made it to the final day of the week. And, again, thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Before we get into everything, because i got a lot to get into, obviously, given my prediction as the Gamecocks take on the 7th-ranked Texas A&M Aggies. Couple housekeeping items really quickly. First things first, if you have not done so, click the pause button. Whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, does not matter the platform. Take five seconds. Go leave your thoughts, your feedback, leave a review. Go leave five stars. If there's things you like, things you don't like, you want to hear more of, less of, whatever it may be. Again, take five seconds out of your day. Go leave a five star review. It helps boost up the podcast. It helps the podcast for people that maybe have never heard of it before. It helps them to find it. So, again, if you haven't done so, go leave a review. And also, If you're not subscribed, hammer that subscribe button. Guys, I appreciate it. We just hit 900 subs on YouTube, by the way, trying to get to 1,000. But again, all the platforms I mentioned, also YouTube as well, and of course, social media. You're going to get the daily notifications when the podcast drops. And again, we're dropping a show every day, Monday through Friday, so you want to be notified when those shows drop. So again, rate and subscribe the podcast. If you've already done so, thank you so much. The love and support. Also, one quick reminder tomorrow watch party tomorrow at Overtime Bar and Grill, right down the road from the stadium. Doors open at five, kickoff at seven. I will be doing the pregame show on the Daily Crow live from six to 6 30. But guys, I know it's a home game, but if you're in the city, there's only 20,000 tickets to go around. If you're in the city, you need a spot to watch the game. Come on out to Overtime Bar & Grill, an absolutely fantastic venue, great food and drink specials, tons of TVs, great people, by the way, working behind the bar as well. Make sure to tip your bartenders. But seriously, no, it's a fantastic time. We've had a blast. I'm really excited because it's been a couple of weeks since I've been to Overtime Bar & Grill, so excited to get back in there, take in the game. Always a rowdy atmosphere, especially with the night game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, again, if you need a spot to watch the game and you are in the city, Check out Overtime Bar and Grill. All the details are on social media, but again, literally right down the road from Williams-Brice Stadium. Doors open at 5, kickoff at 7. And like I said, the Daily Crow pregame show, which you can find on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, will go from 6 to 6.30. So be sure to check it out. going to be a lot of fun. With that being said, let's dive into this game tomorrow night as South Carolina, can they do it? Taking on the seventh-ranked Texas A&M Aggies. As we all know, Gamecocks have never beating Texas A&M, have never found a way to beat Texas A&M. There's been some blowouts in this series. There's been some close games. But for whatever reason, the Gamecocks have never found themselves on the right side of this one. You kick off the second half of your 2020 season. You talk about the importance of this game. And, you know, leading up into this week, and leading up into this game, I should say, talking this week, though, you know, when we first came into the season, we came in the 2020 season, I I said that the Tennessee game was the most important game of the season. I thought it was really going to set the tone for your season. You know, I thought to have a successful season to reach the goals you wanted to reach, which my main goal was five and five or better, getting to 500 or better, you could really justify um, that the program was headed in somewhat the right direction, right? I- I'd be able to accept that and say, you know what, in this crazy COVID year with everything going on and a 10 game SEC schedule, if you can get to five and five or better, you at least keep their trajectory going slightly upward. Okay. So you lose that game. And I'd still argue it was the most important game of the season because you take a look at this team right now and the way people have talked about this team and kind of the narrative around this team. If you were three and two versus two and three, the conversation I feel would be much, much different. I think Gamecock fans would feel much different about the prospects of this season right now, but you're not. You're two and three. When I break the season into halves, because it's kind of interesting, the way the bye week fell was literally at the halfway point. You played five games, bye week. Now you're about to start this other stretch, this five-game stretch, which starts with A&M. Obviously, you go to Ole Miss, Mizzou and Georgia at home, and then at Kentucky. I look at this game against Texas A&M very similarly to how I looked at that Tennessee game in the sense that I do believe – this game is going to set the tone for the second half of the season. Because, listen, the one consistency about this Gamecocks football team is they are painfully inconsistent. We all understand that. But what that means is this. You take a look at these last five games. You could realistically justify that four of the five are true swing games. And even Georgia, which I'm chalking up as a loss, hell, you beat them last year on the road, so you really never know in that one. But this is also a team that I think we can all agree could, probably could lose all five. You could literally lose out. And I've had some friends and different people I've talked to that are predicting that. Some people are predicting Carolina to finish 4-1. and one. So it's all over the map right now. But it starts tomorrow night against Texas A&M. You know, I, I talked about a little bit Thursday on the show yesterday that in life, in business, in sports, all you can ask for is the opportunity. That's all you can ask for you know, the stage is set for you once again. You know, I, I I talked very similarly about that Auburn game. When Auburn came to town, they were the 15th ranked team in the country. And again, were they really the 15th best team in the country? I don't know. Hey, is Texas A&M really a top 10 team? I think that might be a little high for the Aggies. I think they're a good football team. Don't get me wrong. But are they really the seventh best team in the country? I don't know. Either way, rankings aside, though, you had a big opportunity. The stage was set for you, and you took advantage against Auburn. And like I said, you want to play in games like this. All you can ask for is the opportunity to accomplish greatness, to accomplish great things, to have big-time successes. And it's right in front of you here. Again, it's set up perfectly for you. Night game at home, national TV the opportunity to break a streak against an opponent you've never beaten. And again, outside of 2014 and last year, these games have all been really, really close. And I think that is certainly the frustrating thing for South Carolina fans is how close the Gamecocks have been to AM multiple times. I mean, you really feel like it's almost kind hard of to, hard to comprehend and baffling that South Carolina has never found a way to beat these guys. For whatever reason, it's crazy. But you take a look at this game, and again, South Carolina coming off the bye week. You 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 think to yourself, you would feel good as far as coming off the bye week. I, I want to start offensively for South Carolina because that that is where all the conversation, for some reason, for whatever reason, has been this week around the quarterback position. And hey, I get it. The Gamecocks are two and three, and when things aren't going well, it's easiest to first blame the quarterback. The backup quarterback is the most popular guy on campus, especially when you don't have that true bona fide stud, your your guy, your dude. And so you take a look at Colin Hill and how he played against LSU and how he's played this season. Again, it's no secret. He's been a field general. I don't like calling him a game manager per se, but he has been a field general. He's a guy, I think the floor is fairly high for him, but the ceiling is not that high either. He's going to be the same guy, that steady Eddie, which again, I think fans really undervalue how valuable it is for a team like South Carolina that has so many questions on the outside and came in the season with so many questions in the backfield. So many questions all over the offense. Colin Hill has given them a little bit of stability. But again, all of the talk this week has been around the quarterback position. All of it's been around the quarterback. Should South Carolina start Ryan Helinski? Should they start Luke Doty? I'll tell you this, guys. I really expect Colin Hill to have a bounce back game. I really do. I think Colin Hill is going to play well tomorrow night against Texas A&M. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and throw for 350, but I think he will. You know what to expect out of Colin Hill. He's not going to throw you out of the football game. He is going to give you a chance. Now, the key for South Carolina, and I didn't mention this in the keys, the game, because this one's a given, is the running game. Establishing the run with Kevin Harris. How do you help a guy like Colin Hill? Hey, he's the most sacked quarterback in the SEC. How do you help that out? Well, you don't get in third and longs. You run the football effectively and you get into third and twos, third and threes, third and ones, whatever. You have third and shorts where you can throw a quick pass or run the football. But I talked on the show yesterday. I'm very excited for the matchup of these two running games. Because again, on the South kind of side of things, You've got Kevin Harris, and we all know what Kevin's done at this point. The bus, he has been phenomenal. Exceeded, I think, all expectations. I don't think even the most optimistic fan, I don't think, saw this coming for Kevin Harris this year. And then you look on the Aggie side of things. Isaiah Spiller, really, really good player, really shifty, really quick. They're going to feed him the football, no questions asked. In regards to the quarterback position, you look at Texas A&M and Kellen Mond. You know, Kellen Mond has been... He's had his ups and his downs, there's no question, but there's certainly a ton of value in having a guy under center like a Kellen Mond who is just so experienced. He's played so many snaps for Texas AM. I doubt there are many things that, and this is honestly one of the great matchups of this game, and I didn't mention it in the show yesterday, but Will Muschamp's defensive game plan against Jimbo Fisher. I mean, obviously, Jimbo Fisher, one of the best in the business. Fisher and Muschamp, very familiar with each other, working together on Nick Saban's staff. But I wonder how, and I talked about this yesterday for sure, the defensive game plan. How does South Carolina try to attack this Texas A&M offense? Because, again, first things first, got to be able to stop the run. you got to be able to contain Isaiah Spiller, okay? You, You have to. If you let him run wild, if we see something similar to what happened at LSU, the Gamecocks stand no chance. But then Kellen Mond, again, I don't know how much you're going to throw at Kellen Mond that he's never seen before. You know, I, I, a veteran guy, again, he's sort of been through all those trials and tribulations and all those battles and overcame adversity. He's seen it all. You know what I mean? He he, he really has seen it all. But, again, he's been inconsistent in his career. Has played fairly well against the Gamecocks, but been inconsistent in his career you know A&M is a team a lot like the Florida Gators which you played early in the season that depends a lot on the tight end Jalen Watermeyer they love going to him on third down love it from what I watched especially the film against Arkansas they love it love going to him and he's a big body big bodied guy six foot five 260 how do you counteract him So there are going to be challenges for South Carolina defensively, and I'm just so curious, what adjustments? And again, I've preached on defensive game plan, defensive game plan, but while everyone has been worried this week talking about the quarterback position, here's my thing. If you want to give Colin Hill heat, that is totally fine. He's not a perfect player by any stretch. I I said this before, guys. It doesn't, like, bring me joy or bring me excitement that Colin Hill is the best option. And again, that's no offense to Colin, but man, I wish there was a five-star quarterback waiting in the wings too, that I really genuinely felt like, hey, this guy's going to be a better option for us. But, you know, for what it is right now, I do think Colin is the best option for this team. But again, while everyone, and I, like I said, I don't care if you want to be critical of Colin Hill, but please direct some of that criticism to this South Carolina defense. Because again, while everybody's been worried about the quarterback position this week, I'm worried about this defense. I'm worried about this South kind of defense that let a freshman quarterback from LSU shred them to pieces. That let an LSU running game run for 275 yards. That's what my greater concern in this football game is. I think South Carolina has a bounce back game offensively. I, I really do. I think Kevin Harris will have a big night. Deshaun Fenwick will be complimentary to him. I kind of expect Shai Smith to get off the schneid. I think he can win some matchups there. But defensively, and again, I, and back to the offense, I think Colin Hill will play well. I think Colin Hill will give you a Colin Hill esque game. But the defense, can you get off the field? Can you stop anybody? That's the question mark going. This, it's not the offense. Because, hey, I posed this on social media. I, what, what do you guys want? Change the quarterback and lose 42 to 34 instead of 42 to 27? What difference does it make? Ryan Alinsky don't play DB. Luke Doty don't play linebacker. You can't win a game when you can't force a punt against a team. That's the bigger question mark for me. That And, and hey, has South kind of short things up special teams-wise? How much did South Carolina improve over the bye week as a football team? I think that's a big question mark for me. Just how much did this team improve over the bye week? Did it fix some of the issues that it had? Because, again, you're 2-3 right now. And your three losses, your defense hasn't played great or good. You couldn't force a turnover against Tennessee. You didn't do your job. Florida, we all know what happened. They shredded you. And then LSU, we definitely all know what happened. Your two wins, Vandy. Do you want to count Vandy? I mean, do you really, though? So throw that one away. And then the one quality win this year against Auburn, again, you were aggressive defensively. You got after Bo Nix. J.C. Horn had the game of his life, had his Israel McQuamu at UGA game. And you made the plays you had to make to win that game. That's how I think South Carolina, by the way, is going to have to play defensively. You know, again, all you can ask for is the opportunity. All you can ask for is to be on that stage. This is why you come to South Carolina to play in a game like this. Top 10 opponent coming to your house. Coming to your house. National TV. The lights will be shining bright. Again, the stage is set for you. I don't give a damn what they're ranked. The stage is set. Hey, you talk about being a team of firsts or firsts being accomplished at South Carolina. You could be the this. This could be the first team to ever beat Texas A and M. That's out there. That's out there for this team. So again, all you can ask for is the stage. All you can ask for is for that opportunity to make something happen. We all know the Vegas line right now. I think A&M, basically a double-digit favorite, 10-point favorite or so. So that's what Vegas thinks of you. When I take a look at this game, though, like I said, night game at williams Bryce, I think it'll be a rowdy 20,000. South Carolina has had a week off to look at itself in the mirror, to fix some things, address some issues, I hope everybody looked themselves in the mirror of the bye week. Coaches, players, staff, everybody. Everybody in that building. And reflect on and say, how can I get better? How can I get better and help us win football games? Because there will be no moral victories in this one for me. You lose, you lose. Bottom line. Now, I will say again, how I, th- how I think this game could set the tone for the second half. If you go out there and take them down to the wire and it doesn't go your way, again, no moral victories, but at least maybe then you have something to build off of. But this is a game South Carolina's a program desperately needs to win. I'll be totally honest with you because I just look at a game like this and I, and I look at this series and I look at this program right now. and It's just, you know, I've said this a couple of times this week. I don't care if it's Clemson. I don't care if it's a and I don't care if it's Kentucky. I don't care if it's Georgia. If you have a six-game and a potential seven-game losing streak to someone, God, it's just really hard for me to believe and for you to convince me this program is headed in the right direction. You know? It's just it's tough for me to buy that. It's tough for me to buy into that. But like I said, getting to the prediction. You look at this game and like I said, I expect the Gamecocks offense to have a bounce back night. I think Colin Hill has a solid game for South Carolina. He's not going to throw the Gamecocks out of the football game. He's going to play on brand Colin Hill football. I think Kevin Harris does have a big game for South Carolina. I think Shai Smith, honestly, I think he has a bounce-back game because he was really held in check at LSU. I think Shy Smith has a bounce-back game. I expect at least one, maybe two touchdowns from him. And I think South Carolina, again, overall as an offense, has a much, much better game. And I think South Carolina really does go toe-to-toe with Texas A&M for a while. But it all comes back to that defense for me. Can South Carolina get enough stops? And when you take a look at this A&M offense, unfortunately, it reminds me, I'm not saying they're as good as them now, but it reminds me a lot of Florida. Big body tied in. They've got some other weapons on the outside. And heck, I would say A&M's got a much better running back than Florida had. Veteran quarterback. I just don't think South Carolina can go punch for punch with Texas A&M, and I just don't trust this Gamecocks defense to get the job done. You know, again, like I said before, South Carolina is so painfully inconsistent. That's the only consistency that's the only known with this team right now is they are painfully inconsistent. That's the only thing we know, okay? So I cannot pick them to win a game like this in good conscience right now. And I hate to say that because, again, I really do feel like the stage is set. A night game at home on national TV, the opportunity to beat a team you've never beaten, it's all there. It's all right there in front of you. But I just don't trust this South Carolina team to get it done. And so with that being said, like I said, I I think the Gamecocks bounce back on offense. I think they keep this game close. We'll say late into the third. I, like, I really think this is a back-and-forth game, but at the end of the day, I think Texas A&M will just be too much for South Carolina offensively. The Gamecocks are not built to win a game like this. They're not built to win a shootout, and I think that's what they're going to have to do if they're going to beat the Aggies and snap the 6 game losing streak, but I don't think they do. I got Texas A&M getting the win tomorrow night at williams Bryce Stadium. I've got A&M 41, South Carolina, 27. And again, I, I can't believe if you'd have told me in the preseason I would have been picking that type of score and a South Carolina defense to play that poorly. I would have thought you were crazy. Because again, I think there's good players on this defense. I really do. I think there's good players all over this defense. But the running game of Isaiah Spiller, I, I don't expect that the Gamecocks will be able to stop the running game. I don't. I, I do not expect them to be able to stop the running game. And if you can't stop the running game, you simply have no chance in this football game. You have none. Because Kellen Mond, if, if you, they, they've got, they just got too many ways to beat you. And I just don't see South Carolina having an answer defensively. And that's unfortunate, again, because I think there's good players in this defense. But there's a disconnect somewhere. Bottom line, there is a disconnect defensively. I, I, I think you guys know where I think it is. But there's a disconnect somewhere. there's no question, and I think maybe tomorrow night will prove to you guys yet again the offense ain't the issue. The offense ain't the issue. Colin Hill's not the issue. You got to stop people if you're gonna win games. you got to and again I, I just I think this will be an, another high scoring SEC affair in 2020. We've been seeing them every single week, but I think a m will just have too many weapons, and in a, in a in a heavyweight title match, Texas A&M is going to have a few more uppercuts than we do. They're going to have t- more punches than we have. So, again, I expect the Gamecocks, honestly, to come out inspired, fired up, ready to play, playing with a lot of emotion, intensity. But, again, I just think at the end of the day, Texas A&M is going to have far too much for South Carolina. The Gamecocks' defense will struggle yet again. Again, a bounce-back night from the offense, I think. But that Gamecock defense, uh, I, I think there's just too many questions. They're too inconsistent. I don't trust Will Muschamp and T-Rob to come up with a defensive game plan that is going to put South Gunn in a good chance to win this football game. So, again, for that reason, I've got the Texas A&M Aggies getting the 41-27 to 27 win over South Gunn tomorrow night. So that is my prediction, guys. Go ahead and lock it in. 41-27 to 27, A&M again. I hope I'm wrong. I, I really do because this is the type of win. This is the type of game. If you can find a way, if you can find a way to win this game and pull this upset, get yourself back to 500, who knows? Who knows? I mean, the whole outlook of your season changes. You're sitting at three and three with four more games left, with three of those four being extremely winnable, in my opinion. And the Georgia game, hey, I'm chalking up as an L again, but who knows? You beat them last year, and you got them at home. And Georgia has their own question marks on offense with their quarterback. But it starts tomorrow night. It starts tomorrow night against Texas A&M. What a win over the Aggies could do for this program. The wonders it could do for South Carolina. But again, unfortunately, I've got A&M getting the win 41-27. to Guys, Appreciate you tuning in. Would love to hear you guys' predictions. Leave them in the comments. Send them to me, DM, whatever it may be. I would love to hear, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about this football game tomorrow night? Are you optimistic? Are you nervous? I wish I was more optimistic. I really do. I really do. And I've wondered all week, and I've talked about this on the Daily Crow a little bit. I'm I'm like, why do I feel so... Blah about this game. I, I, because early in the week, I was just like, it doesn't even feel like a game week right now for some reason. And as we've gotten closer, obviously the, uh, the blood started pumping a little bit more, the adrenaline started pumping a little bit more. But I, again, I think it really just comes back to coming off that LSU game. I think South Carolina fans are very cautious to get their hopes up again and are very, very cautious to be optimistic in a game like this. So again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Another successful week, guys. I truly appreciate the love, support, everyone that consumes the content, that shares the content, that shows love. You guys mean the world to me. Literally words cannot express the gratitude that I have for you all. So thank you again so much for tuning in here on a Friday. Again, I would love to hear your predictions. You guys, again, leave them in the comments. DM me. Would love to have those conversations. Would love to hear how you guys feel about the game. So, guys, in closing, before we go, obviously, I want to tell you, my friends, over at My Bookie, because the show is brought to you by My Bookie. Guys, between the NFL, college football, all the other sporting events, there's no shortage of games to watch. And with thousands of lines available on all your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into payday with My Bookie. Guys, if you're the person that likes to back the big favorites, consider putting a couple on a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only Do parlays make meaningless games exciting? But more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And guys, of course, don't forget the underdog. South Carolina is literally an underdog tomorrow night. My favorite play of the week is Florida, plus three and a half. They are an underdog. They have a ton of value. And as we all know, in the game of football, college football, NFL, the thing is this. Underdogs are never really underdogs. Every team truly has a chance to win, and you do as well. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Guys, you can sign up today at mybookie.ag. That is mybookie.ag. And when you do, use the promo code GAMECOX. Again, mybookie.ag, promo code GAMECOX to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. So, guys, again, you go to mybookie.ag, promo code Gamecox, you put in a thousand. Guess what? They are going to match that deposit with a $1,000 free play. And that means you put that thousand or whatever you want. If you lose, guess what? It doesn't hit your account. You win, you get the money. It's a win win scenario and it's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. Again, guys, that is mybookie.ag, promo code Gamecox, mybookie.ag, promo code Gamecox. You declaim your bonus when you make your deposits stacked UFC cards all the major, major sports NFL college football everything else you can think of guys if you can think of it you can bet on it over at my bookie sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at my bookie again guys I hope you all have a fantastic Friday thank you so much for tuning in go Cox beat Texas A&M and we'll talk to you on Monday